Hello, Assalamualaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And I'm back. And I'm not talking about the elections or the, um, you know, the helicopters hovering above our heads day in and day out since the starting of this month. I'm not even going to talk about the calls that we seem to get from uh, PMLN's people calling us early in the morning, in the middle of the day, some people even at night. Um, just to try to force us to vote for them. I am basically just going to talk about how, once again, I would describe that, how politics, conspiracies, um, how they play a pivotal role in every single thing that becomes a part of your life, especially economy-related, finance-related, socially even. Um, how it also plays a role in changing of moral values, social values. Um, for example, this is something that I've always complained that in our country, the amount of corruption and dishonesty that begins from the lowest level and goes all the way up to the highest level in every field, in every walk of life, you know, um, at the end of the day, we are subjected to all kinds of unfairness, all kinds of injustices, all kinds of, um, you know, unnecessary tensions and stress. And one of the biggest tensions that you face uh, when you know that you are being forced to become a third world country, and I'm saying forced here because remember, if you look at the history of all the countries that were colonized by Europe, those were essentially developed countries of their times, as I've repeated many times. And they were broken up into bits after the Europeans, especially the British, after they left. And they ensured uh, by planting their fifth columnists and their traitors in strategic positions, in their bureaucracy, in their army, in their law enforcement intelligence agencies, their so-called establishment. So all these post-colonial countries, um, their establishment, their deep state, their bureaucracy, their army are basically compromised. And whenever they try to break that, you know, whenever they try to break out of it, then they see repercussions um, as Pakistan is seeing today. And Pakistan has been seeing for the past 40 odd years. So, you know, when you come down to that, you realize that then this is why they ensure that your countries do not develop back again. They do not stand back on their feet. They do not get back to attaining a power and neutral and, you know, a neutral power at that. So one of the first signs that you see is, again, as I said, the rampant corruption and dishonesty that you see, lack of responsibility, lack of accountability. You see that. You see uh, that country basically it's being steered towards um, a banana republic, as we can see happening with Pakistan. And obviously, how you can, you know, how painful it is for the person, the, the normal, regular, average person living in those countries. Um, for example, you know, the fact that you d deal with even companies, even international companies the way they deal with consumers of such countries that they can, you know, dismiss 
So, for example, I've, I've actually even written a blog on it, and I've talked a little bit about it every now and then in my podcast. Um, for example, if you look at the way your um, brands even treat you, if even take Sony TCL, um, take National. National is one of the oldest brands in Pakistan. In fact, it is a local. It's not just international. It has more so become more of a local brand now. And then you have LG and you have, you know, all such brands, Samsung, they want, they know that they have a huge consumer market in Pakistan. So they want that market, but they want it without responsibility, without accountability. They want to have that deniability. So how do they go about it? They claim that, you know, you go to their store locators and you find those stores in Pakistan. And yet when you have a problem, when a problem occurs and you try to contact the head office, then they will very, you know, they will just brush you off by simply saying, oh, you know, these are not exactly our stores. They're franchises and they are not exactly underneath us and this and that. And they're not officially our representatives. And there you go. So you're left with nothing. And, you know, even even though they actually do have official stores. For example, if you look at Sony itself, um, it's again one of the oldest brands that has been in Pakistan, one of the oldest international brands um, in Pakistan. And yet now, if you look at their store locator in Lahore, just Lahore, you will find four stores. But um, at the end of the day, you don't know if they're actually legitimate or not, because if you go, because at the end of the day, you find that, okay, maybe only one of those stores is actually still legitimate or authorized you just don't know right you know that there is samsung in pakistan because there is a samsung pakistan that you know deals with customer services and everything but you know when i bought my mobile my galaxy mobile and its charger literally within the first two months its charger um you know just stopped working and they couldn't even issue me a replacement charger you know and i had to go and buy a new one so, I mean, what is that? Well, so much for your customer services, so much for your brand, you know. I w- do you honestly think I would spend 300000 on your TV then when you have given me such rubbish service on just a petty mobile? What are you going to do if I end up wasting all that money getting a TV? Because this is my experience with LG even. With LG, the, the TV that we got, it came out to be that this was actually a defective model that was removed from the stores all over the world. But in Pakistan, they're very clever, very, very nicely, you know, they just eschewed the whole matter. And those of us that got that model, we never got a replacement. We never got anything done. We never got any customer service because very conveniently, suddenly LG was no longer in Pakistan officially. And then uh, you get a TCL TV. Now, TCL literally right now in the market is literally um, being shoved onto the customers with cheapest of cheapest prices and you know why because their dismissive attitude towards their customers and their product compromised quality has made the people so wary of them that now people are ditching tcl completely so when you see all the brands around you you will see that tcl right now is in a funk and it why because here's my own experience again When I got a TCL TV, um, it had a slight defect. And since then, since then, I have been trying to contact TCL. It's been 
five years, five years of me calling them and them not registering the complaint and five years of me emailing them, which they never even answered. After five years, they finally answered a few days ago. Imagine a few days ago, after five years, they answered and they sent somebody and that person also. Now, here's this is where, again a problem, because when they do send their people, you don't know how competent their people are. I mean, if their people are not even confident enough to play with the product, they're not even confident enough to know exactly what is wrong with the product, then who do you turn to? Um, for example, you know, he, he said that, um, but he was really nice. I mean, it's not that I'm, you know, he was nice and at least he tried to be helpful and all. But there were two things that I, I, that happened. One is that, you know, he said that, oh, the LEDs, I said, there's this dark screen issue. He's like, oh, the LEDs are fused over here. I'm like, I don't think they're fused because one time it's dark on one side of the screen. The other time it's dark on the other side of the screen. It keeps shifting. And this is why I told you to check if my HDMI cable has a problem, because that is one of the reasons that this can happen. And he checked the ports and he checked the HDMI cable. He's like, there's nothing at all wrong with any of these. But, you know, I think that your LEDs would need replacement. But we, because the product is out discontinued, so we don't have spare parts, so we cannot offer any repairs. But I will try that maybe they can do something about a replacement or something which the the uh, management called me and flat out refused. They're like, we were, we're not going to refund anything. We're not going to repair anything. We're not going to replace anything because it's discontinued. And like, it took you five years. It took you five years to get back to me. And this is what you have to say to me. And you know, the LEDs are not at all fused or problematic. It is simply that because as I showed him that from day one, from day one, since the day we bought the TV, it, it keeps giving us this notifications of storage issues, which is why we can never connect the TV to the internet, as in we've never logged in. So it is connected to the internet, yes. Anytime we log in, we'll be online. But we never logged in because we were so scared that because of the storage issues, it's already giving us so much problems. If we log in, it could freeze the whole thing up, you know. And because nobody was responding from TCL, you know, we just didn't want to do anything to further damage because the TV as a TV was working fine. So those irritating notifications that were coming of storage, you know, and apps not working, we just, you know, always okayed them and removed the, the whole notification. So that was a minor hassle. But when the LEDs started playing around, dancing around, you know, and every, and th this shows that, you know, if, a, if, even if a normal electrician would come and he would scratch his head and say, oh, I think maybe the LEDs have an issue. And then you call the TCL person and say, oh, I think maybe, and yet it's not even an LED issue again, because again, if the LEDs have an issue, then why is it that, you know, they turn on again? Oh, for that, they have a different story that, oh, you know, this can happen, that can happen. And it's really nothing. It's just that there, we never have been able to do a firmware update. Why? Because we've never actually been able to log in. Why? Because we're so scared because of the storage issues that it might freeze everything because it doesn't even have the capacity to hold its own apps. If I start doing an update, where will that, what, you know, what will that do? And now I even emailed them again to ask them, at least tell me if I can extend the storage. Again, no answer. I've been, e I've emailed them twice, no answer. So this is how the TCL team has been treating it's customers here. So why would anybody buy a TCL TV? Seriously, it's rubbish. If you if your after sales customer service is rubbish, if your products are rubbish, why would anybody waste a hundred thousand rupees, three hundred thousand rupees on your TV? So yeah, so now you've realized that and you've dropped your uh, sales price to forty thousand 
and you think people are just going to buy it saying oh it's cheap at least yeah no people are still not going to buy it because you have rubbish services you have rubbish products so similarly you know when when you go around dealing with such people where even you know storm fiber now storm fiber is actually a very good a responsive um you know service provider and that is an internet service provider and it's actually very good i'm actually overall very satisfied with it keeping in mind all the others you know especially keeping in mind ptcl which is the worst so you know when when you're dealing with storm fiber again here too you have these issues that every time they send obviously different people and i think in all the years that they've sent me people there was only one just one person who actually knew what to do and he was the one who told me exactly what was going on with the tv and what was going on with this box and everything and you know that was that was the first time in all these years first and last time that i found a competent person who actually knew and wasn't even scared to hold the remote and you know turn on the tv check its settings and tell me and in fact he even uh, when i asked him to please send me a message you know to how to you know go where and to do what in case it happens again and he actually obliged me by sending me the whole steps of what to do that is what you're looking for when you have a contract with a company or a service provider when you buy something from them when you take something from them but you know the one uh, most of the people they send again many times they're just incompetent you know a very few people were competent enough to f- figure out the fault but most of the time again in two to three times in fact the, the storm fiber people come and say oh your hdmi cable is uh, uh, is faulty oh this is wrong and then i was obliged to call the company i'm just lucky that the company person actually came i wasn't expecting anybody as i said for five years i never got a response but then you know the company person came and he said no there's nothing wrong with your cable or your ports or anything you know it's it's the box which obviously yeah i've changed the the tv box i have actually changed it twice can you imagine now that shows you again as i said product quality now the services that that stone fiber is providing that is good the the net service is good everything is fine you know the the major problem that they have now is with the is where it's concerned with the tv for example the tv box they use tv nation box now tv nation i don't know how good of a product it is abroad okay all i know is that here in pakistan uh the all the boxes that they provide me in fact the very first box that they provided me within months it came out to be faulty and they had to change it right and they told me that yeah the box is faulty they changed it then they then again the second box they changed it because again why it became faulty literally the box has a lifespan of a year and this box too it's almost a year has gone by and so it's again started acting up that i keep losing connection with the with the tv and i have to restart the box all over again so imagine imagine that have you how many of you people living abroad have ever had to change your tv box seriously i remember and this is like even before you know tv boxes became such an important thing in england years ago even in england we had already started using tv boxes with our cable tvs never had to change one seriously just even forgot it was there never had to change it never had to reset it never had to restart it never in all the years but in pakistan every year i have had to change i mean i've been with storm fiber for like less than 3 years 3 years max 
and I've changed the box twice. What does that tell you? It tells you that that TV Nation box that they're giving us has a lifespan of a year. And you know why it's so painful? It's not for free. Every single time we buy the box from them. So every single time they are selling us faulty boxes that have a lifespan of a year. Right. It's not enough that we're already, you know, paying, uh, you know, for the Internet services and the TV services and the telephone that we never use. So that there's the telephone services, too. So we're already paying for all of that for, you know. And and then we have to pay again and again for a TV box replacement. If that doesn't tell you anything, I don't know what does, you know, you every it now it's all obviously now it's going to become on a global level because uh, satis consumer satisfaction rate is dropping all over the world. But still, you know, this, these nonsensical things have been with us in Pakistan for the past 30 years, and they're just increasing every year. I mean, imagine that my, my father, when we first came to Pakistan, this was like almost 30 years ago, um, and he got a national VCR, right? This was national VCR. Um, and he got it from your official national store. Can you imagine that they had replaced the head? They replaced the genuine head with something else. Similarly, um, just a little over a decade ago, um, when he was getting a Honda car, um, one of his colleagues in the in the uh, you know in, in the business in which he was, one of his colleagues was like, you know, I know somebody in Karachi Honda outlet, and he can send the car, you know, easy peasy. And that time, this the, that person from the official Honda authorized outlet, Karachi showroom, sent the car. It was a Toyota. Uh, sorry, not not a Toyota. Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah. This was the first. The first experience was with the um, was with Toyota. He said that forget Honda, we'll get you a, Toy a Toyota car. And that person that's that from the official Toyota outlet sent the car um and yeah sorry my mind just went blank a bit yeah so and you know uh, when he sent the car he had replaced the original seats and the tires of that car and my father was like i'm not taking this and i'm not even i'm not even going to look at this car you know um then my dad went and got uh, he went to the honda uh outlet in Lahore and again this was the official authorized Honda showroom and when he got his car from Honda now imagine what what happened uh, there were one of the main things about this car that he got although it was a brand new car it was from the Honda outlet it's fog you know at the back screen it has these uh, anti-fog thingy never worked from day one never worked can you imagine never worked so, I mean, you are buying a brand new car from the official brand outlet and they're doing this with you, you know, and talking about national, you know, we just got a, a new uh, blender, um, you know, from national, like we already, can you imagine we have old blenders that we've been using for 30 years that touch wood, touch wood, mashallah, have, they're still working. Can you imagine they're still working? And yet the new blender that we got in Pakistan, it its jug cracked. Um, within three years of use, its jug cracked. 
and you can't get a replacement jug uh, because you know because three years have passed thank you very much so it's probably a discontinued product so nobody has a replacement jug now thank you yeah and you know so we've got a new heavy duty commercial uh, blender that was a commercial blender too so we needed actually a large sized commercial blender you know so we got this national one and I tried contact contacting the national people to tell them that the lid on their blender um, doesn't seal you know you know that on blenders the lids that we put in they kind of seal so that nothing pours out even if you do accidentally fill up the jug or if the jug while it's mixing something you know the volume increases you know so nothing spills out so it's it's cover doesn't seal properly and I tried contacting them no response one of the oldest brands in Pakistan that actually is localized now it's it's got local manufacturing plants in Pakistan and no response what can you say to that you know so when you look and the worst part again is that those people who do even respond the technicians the electricians that they send they don't know anything where are you supposed to go then you know where are you supposed to go i mean if you take hire also even for example now hire's customer service was rubbish at one point but they finally become a little better in their customer services and their after sales customer services even if you're past warranty at least finally they've realized the importance of customers uh, services after sales services and but there are two problems that always occur with hire products the products that they use the materials that they use for their products you will always find one or two components there that are of low quality, right? And those are the very components that suddenly, even if it is within warranty, they never have the parts for. Even if it is within warranty, they just don't have the parts. Can you imagine? And then, you know, um, the other problem with hire is that they use rather flimsy material so their material is always prone to give you problem at one point so you're really scared usually when you try to get higher products again higher is one of those companies that has local manufacturing units in pakistan keep that in mind and then we have dolens and waves now waves um was really good in its after sales services until it wasn't you know and the problem with all of these brands is that they charge you by the way even if they don't fix the issue even if they don't repair anything even if they just just for sending a technician they will charge you 500 rupees right so you get scared you do get scared when you buy even brands like dolens and waves and hire and samsung and tcl and lg and sony because nobody is there to take responsibility especially not the parent company the head the head office you know it's as if you know they're they're like again that deniability you know so you have that so when you look around you and you're seeing that you have products that nobody understand even the people who are selling those products even their own technicians don't understand those products where are you supposed to go you know even our LG TV, actually, the only problem with it is, is that it's somehow it's stuck on standby. And I know it's a very tiny thing. It's a very tiny thing. Either maybe its cable needs changing, you're re replacing, you know, or maybe, you know, there's dust in the port or something, you know, 
but whoever comes, even if you call a local t TV technician, he would like, he would be like, oh, you know, it could be this, it could be that. You would just waste your money fixing it, rather buy a new TV. And it's a very tiny fault, which one day at the end, I will find out myself. That's the problem. But the thing is, we are not even, we're not technically, you know, uh, we're not, you know, very educated, technically, you can say. And yet, if we manage to flounder and find the solution to the problem, why is it that those who are self-declared experts, those who are supposed to have been trained by the brand itself as technicians to know the products, why is it that they have no knowledge? Why? That's what I want to know. Why are we suffering at the hands of other people? That's what I want to know. Why are we forced to depend on others? Why are we forced to lose control over our products that we have bought and that we own? That's my problem. I don't want a smart TV. I want a TV to just be a TV. Why am I deprived of that choice, of that right? I would think that being in the modern world, we should have a variety of choices now. I would think that the companies of the modern world would find it even more uh, better astute business uh, sense, you know, to provide to a larger audience, to cater to a larger audience. Why is it that they are forcing the audience to do what they want? Why are they limiting the audience choices? That's what I want to know. Why are we forced to buy chrome-plated faucets when you want stainless steel if you remember i i mentioned this before in one of my podcasts why are we forced to buy smart tvs and android tvs when we just want a simple tv you know why are we forced to spend hundreds and thousands of rupees and dollars on products that are with coming with a short lifespan why are we forced to depend on people who don't even know their own products why are we forced to go towards cars that we cannot fix ourselves for example i mean gone are the times when you had a simple mechanism to a car where even if you're stranded in the middle of the road you can open the bonnet and you can fix the shit right you can even if nothing else you can just push start the car and get it back to life in order to be able to go to a mechanic but now because of the these automatic cars you know um, the, the semi-automatic were worse because, or the automatic, you can say, they were worse because, you know, no, uh, without the battery, you just can't do anything, you know. And then you come to smart cars. In smart cars, girl, are you crazy? You're just going to get hacked any time in the middle of the road. It's like those so-called smart pacemakers. Do you want somebody to have control over your heart? You know? What's wrong with people? Seriously, what is wrong with people accepting that even, that you should have a smart pacemaker or you should have a smart watch or you should have a smart TV or you should have a smart car? There's nothing... Smart is the dumbest thing ever. Forcing yourselves to lose control over something that you own is the dumbest thing ever. Letting somebody else control your life is the dumbest thing ever. So much for freedom of choice. So much for for freedom of life. What are you trying to do? Turn the whole world into a police state. 
what are you trying to do violate people's privacy what is it i mean what is it that you people what what is it that you insane people want and how even more insane of manufacturers and companies to just follow those insane people like a herd of sheep seriously haven't you got any brains you we already have laptops and mobiles making our lives difficult that we are forced to spend hundreds and thousands of rupees and thousands of dollars and on on a freaking mobile that wouldn't last you four years you're forced to discard it then the same is with your laptop you're lucky if you can maintain it for eight years without them pulling crap on you and rendering your laptop completely useless you know remember before when they used to make laptops that you could literally upgrade you could upgrade the whole hardware my previous laptop was like that and that is why i managed to use it for like eight to ten years but where did it conk out the software because now suddenly windows is not ready that it, that, that my laptop sh should take more than windows 8.1 and so i had to ditch it and get a new one so they're forcing you to, and as if you know and then then you talk about e-pollution seriously then you talk about electronic and metal scrap and then you talk about you know recycling your mobiles and recycling your laptops you know why are you even creating the situation where there should be e-waste in the first place why why can't we just have the choice to have a normal TV, a normal car, a normal heater, a normal AC, a normal washing machine, you know, why can't we have that choice? The fact that we don't even have the choice is in itself suspicious, don't you think so? I find it very suspicious, very annoying and very irritating that I don't want a smart TV and I can't find a normal TV. Why? Why? Has it become a crime now to own a normal TV that can last you 10, 20, 30 years? Why do I need a TV that needs to be updated? And if it doesn't update, then it will conk out and, and you know, have LEDs dancing from left to right and right to left, you know, because I haven't updated my firmware. Seriously, why can't I have an honest to God TV? Why can't I have an honest to God telephone? Why can't I have an honest to God AC an honest to God washing machine an honest to God car? that at least I know that I can use without being scared of get depending on some idiot who doesn't even know how to fix the shit. Let's just think about that. And those of you who agree with me, I would love to hear your comments. Remember, I do post my podcast also on YouTube. I do not promote my YouTube so much because, to be honest, I don't care much for YouTube. But there are certain... Uh, friends who find it easier to go on youtube in order to check my stuff out so do you know feel free to jump onto my youtube if you want to feed some comments and you know i would love to see what everybody thinks really i really do well this is me signing out Hudaha.